Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Because what that indicates and what that means is that God is moving you to another level in your life. That the power of the Holy Ghost is upon you and God is elevating you to that next place in your spiritual potential because of your levels of obedience that you're walking in that God is moving and God is blessing you. Hi, and welcome back to the sanctuary. On today's message, Breaking Free, Pastor Kenan develops an idea that is the thesis of our breaking free from obstructions and sin. It's obedience. For as we know, obedience is far better than sacrifice. It was funny, I had a conversation with a close friend of mine the other day, and we were discussing what it really means to be under the guidance and instruction of a system. As Christians, we do know that we follow the ordinances of the Word of God. But what we also know is that when we submit ourselves to the things of Christ, that's actually when we become the most free. And I cannot wait for the development of the idea of obedience in this message today from Pastor Keenan. Let's have a listen. I've got a word that's burning in my heart that I want to share with you, but I want to talk to us about giving in this season. In this moment, in this moment of time, we're not gathering together as church normally used to look like uh, right now. Uh, but I want you to continue to lean into the things of God, and that's why we have tried to make it easy for you to be able to give at this time. You can connect right on this link. You can connect to a, a giving form. You can go to crosbychurch.com and you can set up your giving right online. Uh, several people have been doing that because it just becomes more effective for them and easier for them in this season and in this moment of time uh, that we're in right now to be able to give. Uh, listen, as you well know, uh, just because life doesn't look like it normally would look uh, doesn't mean bills don't have to be met and things have to be taken care of and all those things and the same with the body of Christ we still have missionaries around the world that are dependent upon the support that comes through Crosby Church we still have all kinds of ministry that is facilitated and happening through Crosby Church uh, so we need you to lean in right now at these moments. And we know that this has never been a way that God gets from you, but it's always been the way that he gets to you. So I want to pray over you right now, financially, a blessing of the Lord upon your life. Lord, I just pray, God, that we acknowledge and we know that you are our source. And God, you have never been lacking in always producing the supply. And so, Lord, I pray supernatural provision over families, hearts, and homes, Lord, right now. I pray, God, that we don't tighten our fist, but, God, we open our hand that allows it not only to come from us, but also to come to us. And so, Lord, we pray your blessing upon each heart and each home. And, Lord, we pray as you continue to bless this, your church. Lord, we thank you for that in Jesus' name. 
Amen, amen, and amen. Hey, listen, don't click on that link right now to give. Wait till after the program's over and you can click on that and you can sow that seed knowing that God is a God of increase. Maybe you've never given to Crosby Church. Maybe this is a new connection and your tithe belongs to your church. Your tithe goes to your church. Understand that. But uh, if you'd like to sow some seed, uh, you can do that right here at Crosby Church. I promise you, this is fertile ground and God is always the God of increase. Hey, we're going through a whole lot right now. There's a lot of things happening. There's a lot of things going on. So what do we do? We continue to pray. We continue to believe God. We continue to press in. And we realize that in the midst of all this, God is still in control. It's not a, a news media outlet. It's not sensationalized journalism or reporting. It's not, uh, you know, different streams of political influences. No, no. God is the one in control. Psalms tells us as far as times and moments like this, and we don't have to worry about what's going on around us. I thought it was so appropriate what Leslie shared just moments ago, how she was judging someone else, but yet had to examine in her own life. The psalmist writes in 37, do not fret because of evildoers, nor be envious of workers of iniquity, for they shall soon be cut down like the grass and wither as the green herb. Trust in the Lord and do good. Dwell in the land and feed on my God's. I love this. Feed on my God's faithfulness. Feed on his faithfulness. See, we can spend far too much time, wasted time, wasted time worrying about what some people are doing or worrying about what's going on here. Things that we absolutely have zero say over. We can't influence their decisions. We can't. One of my friends was the strongest man in the NFL and he, he said that his father would watch the games and he would, he would yell at the television set and he would, he would, he said, dad, you realize the louder you yelled doesn't change how they play because you're just a spectator, not a participator. We can get so involved in worrying about what's going on here and what's going on there. Things that we have absolutely no say over or we can spend our time. We can spend our energy. We can spend our resources. Involving ourselves in things that, yes, we can make a difference in. In John 8, verse 31, Then Jesus said to those Jews who believed on him, If you abide in my word, then you are my disciples indeed. And you shall know the truth. Jesus said that he was the way, the truth, and the life. And that no one comes to the Father but by him. He said that you shall know him, the truth. And he shall, the truth, shall make you free. And they answered and said that we are Abraham's descendants. We've never been in bondage to anyone. How can you say that you will be made free? Jesus answered and said, most assuredly, I say to you, whoever commits sin, you become a slave to that sin. You know, there are so many things that we think we control. And we realize that we really don't control them, but they control us. A slave does not abide in the house forever, but a son abides in the house forever. Therefore, if the son makes you free... Then, I love this, you're free indeed. The Bible also tells us that there is no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus. See, God has assigned a potential to you. God has assigned a potential to you. Now, your potential is not limited. Understand this. I want to teach you something tonight. Your potential is not limited to your personality. It's not limited to your wealth. It's not limited to your talent. It's not limited to your gifting. But it's limited to your obedience. To your obedience to what God is perfecting in you. To what God has called you to and how you will submit in your obedience to the Lord and all of the things above. See, my pastor taught me some biblical principles. He said some things are available at all times. Some things happen sometimes. There are certain things that you have access to 
at any time. There are some things that happen just at some times. And then there are some things that happen at set times. But then there are certain things that happen at those appointed times. I want to talk to you about appointed seasons, appointed moments, and appointed times. In Acts is our main text that we'll, we'll use for, for church this, this Sunday. Our main text that we're using is Acts chapter 12. We're going to read several verses here, but I just want to kind of unfold this as we go. Starting in verse 1. And now about the time Herod the king stretched out his hand to harass some from the church. To harass not all, but some from the church. Then he killed James, the brother of John, with a sword. And because he saw that it pleased the Jews, he proceeded further to seize Peter also. Now it was during the day of unleavened bread, the time of the Passover. We experienced that last week. Last week was Easter. We're going to talk about this appointed time, this appointed season that we're moving in right now. So when he had arrested him, when he had arrested Peter, he put him in prison and delivered him to four squads of soldiers to keep him, intending to bring him out before the people after Easter, after the Passover. Peter was therefore kept in prison, but constant prayer was offered to God for him by the church. Church, we need to be a praying church. You know, you might be watching and you're not really connected into a specific local body. You need to be. But you can connect right now online to numerous churches that are connecting this way. You can connect right here to Crosby Church and you become part of the body of Christ because God is not constrained to geographic locations, distance, or time. And so the constant prayer of the church was offered up. And when Herod was about to bring Peter out, that night Peter was sleeping, bound with two chains between two soldiers, and the guards before the door were keeping the prison. Now behold... An angel of the Lord. Now, often when we see in scripture, the angel of the Lord really indicates the Christ. The angel of the Lord stood by him and the light shone in the prison. And he struck Peter on the side and raised him up saying, arise quickly. And his chains fell off his hands. Arise quick. The angel said, the angel of the Lord said, arise quickly. And in Peter's obedience, he rose and the change fell off. Listen, when God is speaking, you need to be obedient. You need to be moving. You need to move in that appointed time and in that moment. That God is moving to release. That God is moving to break some things off of your life, off of your spirit. God is moving right now to cleanse your heart, to cleanse your home, to heal your marriage, to bring structure and order back into your family. God is moving right now to, to bless you financially in this season, in this time when it doesn't seem like things are going to work out the way we thought they would work out. But God, you need to be obedient to the word of the Lord and you need to move as God is moving. He jumped up and the chains fell off. Then the angel said to him, gird yourself and tie on your sandals. So he did. And he said to him, put on your garment and follow me. So he went out and he followed him and he did not know at that time if this was a vision or if this was a reality. If he was in a dream, it felt like a dream, but he wasn't sure if he was actually living it. He wasn't sure this was done by the angel was real, but thought he was seeing some type of vision. In verse 10, and when they were past the first and the second guard post, then they came, now hear this, I'm going to come back to this here in a little bit. And then they came to the iron gates that lead into the city, which opened to them of their own accord. And they went out and went down into the street and immediately the angel departed from him. And when Peter had come to himself, shook himself, came to his senses, and he realized that certainly the Lord had sent his angel and had delivered him from the hands of Herod. 
See, how many of you understand that fear, and we see a lot of that going on right now. We have fear mongering that is taking place uh, on our news media outlets right now and sensationalized journalism that's still going on and all these things that, that put fear. Do you? How many of you realize that fear will imprison you? That addiction will imprison you? That uncertainty will imprison you? Producing anxieties that imprison you? That unforgiveness will imprison you? That debt will imprison you? That hatred will imprison you? That hidden sin will imprison you? That toxic relationships will imprison you? Work can even imprison you and you become a slave to work and things become, become off perspective and balance in your life because now all of a sudden you're focusing on on an essential but not what is the essential a feeling of unworthiness i don't deserve it will imprison you and it will cause you to shrink back and miss the fullness of the potential that god had for you in acts chapter 12 was just reading herod he desired he desired to attack certain people of the church not everyone in the church, but certain people. Now, I'm not saying that certain people are more valuable to the Lord than other people. I'm not saying that certain people's lives are less important and certain people's lives are more important. I'm not saying that. I'm not saying that God's not moving in miraculous ways in numerous people's lives at numerous moments in time. But what I am saying that when God is moving in individual's life and there is a potential that is unfolding and they're walking with obedience, then the enemy will certainly begin to notice that assigned potential on their life. See, if God calls you to that place of greater influence, now I always say that everyone influences in some fashion or form. It's just the great ones determine a purpose to influence others just happen to but when you are becoming a greater influence the demonic will begin to awaken to that herod was was focused on james and after he killed james he saw that everybody was happy and so he focused his sights now on peter not everybody in the church but peter it was certain ones at certain times see the enemy never targets you because of what you've already done. Now, you know, I remember I used to get in trouble all the time because of what I had already done. Because I would be found out and then there was, there was a time of punishment that would come because my sins had been found out. The things that I'd done had been made aware to my parents or to the principal or whoever the case may be. There were also times in my life when I got punished for things that I was thinking about doing. But listen, I was never upset about that because I think I got away with more than I got caught on. So I figured it kind of leveled out a little bit. But the devil will never attack you for things you've already done. But the devil is going to try to attack you because of what you could spiritually, potentially involve yourself to. The devil is going to look at the spiritual potential that God has assigned and placed on your life. And when you begin to flow and function in a level of obedience, then get ready because the enemy will begin to attack you in those areas. See, it's, it's not about who the Holy Spirit is, is, is moving on but it's what the holy spirit is developing in you what the holy spirit is developing you to become what the spirit is leading you then into see the enemy is more aware of your spiritual potential well than you are 
The enemy is more aware of your spiritual potential than you are. So if you feel that you're being attacked, then you need to rejoice. Then you need to celebrate that. Then you need to get happy in that moment. Because what that indicates and what that means is that God is moving you to another level in your life. That the power of the Holy Ghost is upon you and God is elevating you to that next place in your spiritual potential because of your levels of obedience that you're walking in. That God is moving and God is blessing you. After Herod killed James, and he loved the, 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 the reaction that he got, they were impressed with him. So he set his sights on Peter, and he decided to imprison him. And when he imprisoned him, to keep him there, until, I love this, until after Easter, until after this appointed time, this appointed time, this, this time of release. See, however, however, Herod didn't realize Herod didn't understand Easter. He didn't understand what was happening in this season and in these moments. He didn't understand that Easter is an appointed time of release. So this Easter season that we're coming in, and he said, I'm going to bring Peter out after the Passover, after Easter. He didn't understand what God had already established. See, only a few years earlier, Jesus had resurrected from the grave, signifying a once and for all. That's why Jesus, and I preached about it last Sunday on Easter Sunday, he cried out those words to Telestai, an ongoing finishing, an ongoing completion that now opens up a whole new season of Easter. That today is a day of resurrection, and next week is a day of resurrection, and the following week is a day of resurrection. And there is a resurrection moment that's happened in each and every one of your lives, each and every moment of each and every day. If we will lean in to what God is pouring out upon us, if you will understand that Jesus established a once and for all resurrection moment moment in your life each and every moment of your life Herod didn't understand that he didn't know that because the forever Easter is a deliverance season that it is a deliverance moment that it is a deliverance appointed time so today is a resurrection Sunday the following is the following is the following is the following is see Jesus broke free from the grip of death signifying with the empty tomb so this is the appointed time of loosening. I entitled these thoughts, this message, this Sunday, Breaking Free. That we're going to break free from some of these things that have held us captive. Because Jesus established a once and for all time, season, and appointed moment of loosening in your life. That are breaking free from those things that have held you captive. See, Easter will always forever spiritually connected to Passover. See, Moses had a divine command that he cried out to Pharaoh. He said, Pharaoh, let my people go. The voice of the Lord orating through the obedience of Moses as he cried out, establishing the time of Passover as a time of release, a time of breaking free, and a time of deliverance. And then Jesus establishes as a once and for all loosening moment that establishes a forever Easter in each and every one of our lives, each and every moment of each and every day. In Exodus chapter 12, God said, as they killed the blood or the lamb and they put the blood on the doorpost on each side and then they also put it over the lintel so it was covering the entire doorway the blood of the lamb 
And God said when he passes through, when he sees the blood on the top of the door and on the doorpost, he said, I will pass over. Listen to me. Listen to me. And the plague of death shall not destroy you. God himself said, when he sees the blood that's applied to your life, when you go under the blood and into the house and shut the door, that the plague of death cannot touch you, cannot harm you. See, God's instruction was to get under the blood, into the house, and shut the door. This was not just the people of promise, but this was for all those mixed multitudes that God was delivering from Egypt. See, the Egyptians that believed the report of the Lord, the word of God says, whose report shall you believe? You know, I'm not going to believe CNN news. I'm not going to believe Fox news. I'm not going to believe some news media outlet. I'm going to believe what God says and where God is moving and what God is establishing and what God is doing even right now, this moment. This moment in time is a moment in time that none of us have ever experienced before. But I believe that God in his sovereignty wants to move in a way that will absolutely blow our minds. See, it was all those that would believe the report that would get under the blood, that would go into the house and would shut the door. See, Passover becomes a forever appointed season, appointed time, appointed moment of release from whoever, from whatever has been holding you in bondage. That this is a moment that God wants you to break free. That God by his spirit is reaching into your heart, is reaching into your home, is touching you right now in this moment. Wherever you are, wherever you're watching, whatever you're doing, I believe that the spirit of the Lord is moving in your heart and in your life right now. He's beckoning you. Get under the blood. Get into the house. Shut the door. Shut the door on those things that have hindered us and held us in captivity and those things that we know are not pleasing before God. See, King Herod just didn't know, couldn't see, wasn't aware of the spiritual dynamics of this appointed time, of this appointed moment, of what this Easter season produces and brings what the resurrection does in our life. See, Herod was holding Peter in prison, but he didn't understand the power of a praying church. The power of a praying church. James tells us in 5.16 that the, the fervent, effective, effectual prayers of a righteous man fails much. That God moves on those that will pray and seek his face. In Acts chapter 12, 5, Peter was therefore kept in prison. But there was constant prayer being offered up by the church to the Lord. See, Peter didn't know that was happening. He had no, he had no connection, no communication with, with the church outside. He didn't know what they were doing. He just hoped that people were praying. He didn't know. The church didn't know what was happening inside the prison cell. 
They didn't know what was going on. If we read on, when Peter came to himself, we read on, he shows up at, at the door of the house where a prayer meeting was happening. He knocks on the door. They answer the door. They're shocked. They're stunned. They can't believe it's actually Peter. They think it's a ghost, so they shut the door, and and, and, and they have to go back and give a report. No, 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 wait a minute. What, you left him out in the street? No, no, go get him. Bring. They, they were as stunned as Peter was. They didn't know what was going on. Peter didn't know what was going on, but God was moving supernaturally. See, you might not see it right now. You might not recognize it at this moment. You might not fully understand it or comprehend it, but I believe right now that God is supernaturally moving, that there is a supernatural moment in this appointment of time, that God is going to do something significant in your hearts, in your lives, in your home, and in your family. If you will press in and if you will believe God, if you will get under the blood, if you get into the house, the body of Christ, and you'll shut the door to all those negative and wrong influences in your life, and you'll allow the Lord to begin to pour into you. When we, the body, come in agreement in prayer, when we, the body, begin to, to pray fervent prayer, something, something has to happen. Something has to shift. Something has to change. There are dynamics in that moment that moves and it's a supernatural impact and it's a supernatural way. See, Peter wasn't in the prayer meeting, <laughs> but he became the effect of the prayer meeting. He became the affected of the prayer meeting. We talked about it last week. Remember the Lord's prayer? Our Father, which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. We talked about, and I taught that the natural, the word of God tells us the natural comes first and then the supernatural. That there was a earthquake at the crucifixion in the natural. There was also a supernatural earthquake, a violent event taking place in the supernatural. At the empty tomb, there was a earthquake, a very violent event in the natural signifying a very violent event in the supernatural as Jesus conquers death, hell, and the grave. As he not only removes the penalty, but also the power of sin from our lives. Our Father which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. 1 Corinthians fifteen forty six. The spiritual did not come first, but the natural. And after the natural, the supernatural. The supernatural came. We've seen some things happening in the world around us right now. And we see jails and prison doors opening up and letting people that are still under penalty for their crimes, letting them free. Now, I don't want to address that. and I don't want to talk about that a whole lot. That's something that's happening in the natural. And I have my opinions and my views on some of these things. Because some of it, we're, we're not being told all the truth in certain moments and in certain issues and times. But it's something that's happening. And I begin to see this and I begin to think about it, that it's happening in the natural. But I believe just as that is happening in the natural, there is a, a spiritual moment here also. That this is a season of release. It is a season appointment of time. Peter walked out of the prison. So we see unjust being released and we see just being released. 
See, it is appointed time. See, I believe there's appointed time right now in the supernatural. And I'm going to speak this prophetically in your life that I believe that chains are going to break and fall off of your life. Just as the Lord struck Peter on the side and said, hey, it's time to get up. And Peter jumped up and the chains fell off. I believe that there are supernatural chains going to be broken off of your life right now. I believe that supernatural prison doors, things that have held you hostage and held you captive, maybe it's things from your past, Maybe it's what somebody has assigned to your life. Maybe it's something that happened a long time ago. But this is a moment of breaking free. It is a season of time. You need to stand up right where you are. If you're driving, you need to pull your car off to the side of the road. You need to lift your hands to heaven. And you need to receive the freedom that God is breaking off your life right now. What he's doing, those chains that are breaking, those prison doors that are opening, those gates that are unlocking, that God is going to move in your life in a supernatural way that only he can do. And so I speak that right now over your life, but you have to receive it. You have to celebrate in it. Just go ahead. Just People might think you're crazy. The neighbors might hear you. I don't care. Just have a shouting moment in your house. Just have a moment with your family or with your friend or whatever the case may be. You just begin to believe that God is able to do exceedingly abundantly more. And I believe in that same moment that God is going to now open up new opportunities in your life. Things that have never happened before. Things that you never dreamed would happen. But God's going to open those opportunities, unlocking new potential, unrealized callings are going to begin to emerge out of your life in a way that you never even imagined or dreamed of, that he will do more than we can ever think, imagine, comprehend that God is already moving. And if you will take the break free moment in this moment appointed in time, that God wants to do something. Isaiah 54, one of my close friends contacted me just the other day and said, tell me what this scripture means to you. What does this mean to you? And I said, it's funny because I'm using that Sunday. I'm using that scripture, Isaiah 54, two and three. Enlarge the place of your tents and let them stretch out the curtains of your dwellings. Do not spare, but lengthen your cords and strengthen your stakes because God's gonna bust something loose. For you shall expand to the right and you shall expand to the left and your descendants will inherit the nations. I believe that my children and my children's children's children are going to be blessed because of the Abrahamic blessing that I have got under the blood. I've went into the house and I've shut the door to those negative influences in my life and God is producing an anointing, a blessing that will go a thousand generations. See, I'm believing for everything that's been locked up. That's been locked up and withheld from you for generations. I'm believing that God is going to move supernatural and there's going to be supernatural release on those things right now. I'm believing that there have been lost inheritance that in this time of breaking free and release that are going to come back to you that you were never even aware of. There are going to be supernatural moments that God begins to unfold in the name of Jesus in your life. Mm. See, I've broken some chains in my life. I've broken a lot of chains in the physical. I've snapped a lot of pair of handcuffs. Not because I was arrested. It's what I used to do and it's another story. But I've broken a lot of chains. But Peter didn't have to break these chains. He didn't have to break these chains off. It was the anointing of the Lord. The anointing of the Lord. Listen to me now. And it was the angel of the Lord's presence.
Jesus said, you shall know the truth and the truth shall set you free. Jesus said that he was the truth. When you have that living, breathing relationship with Jesus, I love the song, break every chain, break every chain. He'll break those chains off your life. When you spiritually see those chains because you got under the blood, you got into the house, you got to connect in the body of Christ. Don't be somebody that just sits out and watches something happen. Be somebody that connects and engages and helps make things happen. You know, there are some people, we hear some of it now, they're just so critical about all kinds of things that are happening, even things that the church is doing here, the church is doing there. I don't mean just us, but I mean just, we hear those things all around. Why are they doing that? Or why do you know, blah, blah, you know. Hey, why don't you stop criticizing and start helping and facilitating? <laughs> I guess that's another sermon. You get under the blood. You get into the house. You shut the door and God will break off things in your life due to the anointing of his presence. You know, I do think there's something geographically special about this stage when I walk in. I, I, I've said this before. You know, I've preached around the world, more countries than I, than I remember and, and more places and venues and avenues, both large and small. Some with with well over a hundred thousand people gathering and, and you know, but there's no place I'd rather be than right here because there is a presence and there is an anointing that I feel when I walk onto these properties. That's why I said it's important. We have a parking lot church because there's something unique and something anointed and something special when the body of Christ comes together because there's an anointing in the house. When I say in the house, I'm talking about the connection into the body. So you have alignment in this appointed time of release that whatever has held you will release in the name of Jesus and it will fall off because you're under the blood. You're in the house connecting to the body. And I promise you, you will always draw strength from it. Isaiah 58, let me wind this down. Isaiah 58, is this not the fast that I've chosen? L let me change that without changing it. Is this not the season? Is this not the season that I've chosen to loose the bonds of the wicked, to undo the heavy burdens, to let the oppressed go free and to break every bondage that has held you. God said, is this not the season? Is this not the moment? Is this not the appointment of time? See, Peter and the angel came into the gates that led into the city, which opened on their own accord. Hear, hear me right now. Hear me. That opened on their own accord. See, every city has gates of authority. Every city has, all cities used to have physical gates. Now all cities still have spiritual gates. Spiritual gates of authority. There is a spiritual gate, point of access and entrance into your life. Into your life there is a gate. And gates are under authority or a jurisdiction if you would. To enter, to leave, to return again, to come and go. And when you understand this principle, you have to understand 
that no one can control, no one can influence, no one can dominate a gate of a city or the gate of your life as long as the enemy has authority over that gate. That's why the word of God tells us, Ephesians 4, 27, we read this. It tells us to give no authority or no jurisdiction to the devil. The devil, you have no hold in my life. You have no authority over me that I am under the blood of Jesus, that I am connected into the house of God and that I'm shutting the door to all those influences. Submit your life to Jesus. Submit your life to his lordship. I'm not just talking about believing in Jesus. There's a lot of people that believe in God, the big man upstairs. I'm talking about submitting yourself to the authority of Christ, to the lordship. See, a lot of people, I, I, I don't want to go to hell. I want to be my savior. I just don't want him to, to govern every area of my life. No, it's called lordship. To give yourself to the lordship. And then you purposely close the doors of demonic access in your life. And now all of a sudden, the things that enter and exit in your life become God-driven and God-ordained. James tells us, let me talk about James just a moment as we back up. You know, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, when the king was going to throw them into the fire, they said, hey, it makes no difference if we burn or not. Because either way, we know that our God is able to deliver us, but either way, he's already delivered us out of your hand. That you have, you have no authority over this situation any longer. James was delivered because he instantly entered to the presence of an awesome and almighty God. Peter, the chains were broken off because he had more mission to do. Therefore, submit your to God. Resist the devil and he will flee from you. Draw near to God and he will draw near to you. Cleanse your hands, you sinners, and purify your hearts, double-minded. The psalmist writes, I'll close with this verse. And it's a prayer that has always been mine. In Psalms 51.10, he said, create in me, O God, a clean heart. And renew a right or a steadfast spirit within me. Listen. It's never been about where you've been. It's never been about what you've done. It's always been about what you're going to do and where you're going to go. I believe if you'll receive this, that this is a pointed time of breaking free. And that all starts with getting under the blood and into the house. Hey, this is Pastor Keenan Smith. Thank you so very, very much for listening and tuning in today. I hope you were blessed by the challenge. Remember, get under the blood of Jesus. Get into the house, the body of Christ. Connect, engage into the local church. Even at these times and moments, connect somehow, some facet, some form. And then shut the door to the negative influences that could be people, places, and things that are happening in our life that are taking control that we thought we controlled, but when we examine and really look at it, they're controlling us more than we are then. Listen, get up under the blood, get into the house, shut the door behind you. 
and allow God to move in a miraculous and amazing way in your life. Again, come visit us at our Huffman campus. We're having Parking Lot Church at 9 a.m. at our Crosby campus at 10.30 a.m. It's a great time just to connect. And right now in this time frame, you can come, sit in your car, listen to it on the radio. We'll be on a big platform and a stage. You'll hear it all. Participate, connect, get involved. God bless you. I look forward to seeing you soon. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.